All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Dow Talk Weekly. This is Dow Talk Weekly, episode 41. It's been quite a minute since we've seen you last. Not really a minute, two weeks. Delegation week was crazy. This is your one-stop shop for everything Dow's. I'm Tommy. And I'm Frisian. Frisian, how are you? It's been a minute. How are you personally? We'll dive into delegation week in a second, but how are you, my friend? I'm tired, to be honest. It's always crazy. Like These events, there's this huge like sprint kind of element where like everything goes crazy for like the three weeks before the event and you kind of like ramp into the event itself and it's completely exhausting and then you come back the next week and you just have to pick up the pieces <laughs> it's like you're super tired and you're like lost all your momentum on everything but the event and it's kind of like yeah putting it all back together so i've been trying to like take it slower this week um and like start to pick the momentum back up again for another push but yeah delegation week was amazing um we got to work with all of the best organizations in the space um all the you know biggest most thoughtful DAOs, delegates DAO tooling companies and uh i really really loved it can't wait for the next one yeah it was a great time it was a, a crazy amount of energy expenditure on our side, but you don't want to hear us complain about the work we did. You just want to enjoy the the fruits of our labor and, and how Delegation Week went down. So this episode, we're going to just be doing kind of a, a debrief of what happened in Delegation Week, what we learned from it. We're not going to talk so much about um, you know what the schedule was, what happened in terms of spaces and whatnot. We're going to talk you know, what data did we get? What insights did we get from delegation week? Because, um, you know, one of our main goals was to drive delegation for a lot of these DAOs to drive numbers. Um, but our second one was, you know, what can we learn? What can we use to guide us moving forward in regards to, you know, what content, what products we're pushing out to help the DAO ecosystem grow, the DAO market grow. So we're going to first start we're, oh, this episode, we're going to look through um, a lot of statistics that we have on Tally's side from things that happen on Tally. Obviously, there's some delegation stuff that isn't exclusive to Tally, so we're, we're still going to be piecing that together later on and, and providing links to some of our partners um, that we we partnered with for Delegation Week. There'll be more content around that, so keep an eye on the Tally Twitter. We'll amplify anything that comes out post-mortem of Delegation Week, but... If you're not watching, I would encourage you to watch, but we will try our best to give you a visual representation through our words of what we're looking at on the screen. Right now we're looking at a bar graph, um, tally delegations by DAO, so total delegations during delegation week on the tally platform um, day by day. So we have uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, I believe. Uh, the biggest spike, the most delegations were on that first day of delegation week. And a, and a pretty common theme throughout the entire week was one particular DAO received the majority of delegations. Virgin, I'm interested to get your take. Is it you think it's just because of the size of the DAO or because of the recency of the DAO launching? That is Arbum from DAO. If, if you're not looking at the graph, um, they probably received, I'd say, like 85% of delegations on the first day, and it's pretty standard throughout the rest of the week as well. Um, they received 533 new delegations on day one, and then about 300 a day throughout the rest of the week on average. And then I'd say the closest following would be like optimism, around like 60 to 40, and then followed after that by Gitcoin. After that, it's pretty much immaterial in regards to delegations. You have one or two here or there throughout the week, but... Arbitrum was the big one, uh, followed by Optimism. 
and then Gitcoin, ENS, Uniswap after that. Frision, thoughts on that? Like, you know, why each one? Like, is it because it's the L2s? Do you think that's why? Yeah, it's it's a good question. I think there's multiple factors at play. So the most naive sort of first take would be that, you know, Arbitrum and also Optimism got the most delegations. And that's because gas costs are cheaper on Arbitrum and Optimism. But when you dig into what actually happened during delegation week, it's not necessarily obvious that that's the main driver. And the reason I say that is Tally partnered with um, a variety of DAOs to offer gasless delegation, where the DAO funded a budget and then Tally relayed transactions uh, for and paid the gas on the behalf of on behalf of the user for delegations during delegation week. And you know we we did this actually with Arbitrum, but we also did it with DAOs that are on mainnet like Uniswap and Gitcoin and ENS and Pool together. And so, you know, that adds a little bit of a little bit of uh, mixed signal to the story, right? Like, was it really because of cheap transactions when during delegation week, at least, transactions were free um, on a lot of these DAOs? So, you know, I think that's one one interesting point to dive into. Another another element to consider is just the size of the DAO. So um, that's definitely part of the story. You know, Arbitrum is has has over uh, a hundred thousand voters in it, and then if you look at a DAO like Uniswap, uh, it's still very large with about thirty thousand voters, but you know, th- three times smaller than uh, than than Arbitrum. Um, so I think that played a role, but it, it still doesn't explain the disparity, right? Arbitrum had, you know, what what's the number here? Um, uh, yeah, 593 delegations during delegation week. And then, um, you know, the main, the DAOs on mainnet were closer to, you know, uh, 100 or 50 delegations, right? And so, yeah, Arbitrum is, you know, uh, larger than some of the mainnet DAOs, but but not not to such an extent that it explains fully the the difference in delegations. Um, I think you know my my personal uh, hypothesis for uh, like what is really the key driver of which DAOs had a lot of delegations versus had fewer delegations really has to do with with culture um, and incentives. So an example of specifically what I mean by that is um, I think you know we, when we saw the launch of Optimism um, and their token and their DAO last year, actually right around this time, it's, uh, the DAO just passed its one-year anniversary. Shout out to, to the Optimism Collective. Um, you know, over the past year, there's there's been a little bit, I would say, of a precedent set within optimism about being rewarded for governance participation. So I think there was actually an airdrop uh, that went to uh, governance participants in the Optimism Collective over the course of the last year 
Um, and there was also uh, multiple retroactive public goods funding rounds where you know participation in the collective was certainly like a big factor in who ended up receiving the retroactive public goods funding. So I think people like Ethereum participants roll up L2 participants learn from this. Um, and I actually saw a lot of discussion around this during the arbitrary airdrop, right? <laughs> like, hey, like, you know, there's kind of like this potential precedent of reward for governance participation. And I don't know whether the Arbitrum DAO will do that. Um, but I think something we see in the space is like once one DAO you know, kind of does it. Uh, people will look at similar DAOs and say, hey, maybe that's something that could play out here as well. Um, and then also, I think just like there's a culture of using the chain more, right? So even though theoretically the, you know, participants in these mainnet DAOs, you know, could have delegated for free this week, I don't think they're in the habit of doing so. Um, whereas with Ar Arbitrum, you know, the average user is much more likely to just be like ripping transactions on the chain, right? Cause they're used to it being cheap and fast. Um, and so I think this culture and like the kind of, at least perception of incentives were, were major drivers. Um, the last thing I would add is just like the Arbitrum DAO is, I think there's this natural, like participation curve that we see in DAOs where like around the airdrop and then soon thereafter is sort of like the highest participation. And frankly, I think that's something we need to address like as a space. Um, and certainly Tally like has a role to play in that as a tool where, um, you know, there's this kind of like natural decay of engagement with the DAO over time. Right. And so, ooh, yeah, something we need to address, but I think you see kind of Arbitrum being, you know, the most recent, of the large DAOs to launch on on this list. Um, the last thing I kind of want to share is like, um, you know, especially in these like older DAOs, right? We we saw like a, a healthy uptick in delegation and certainly amazing engagement with Delegation Week across the board uh, in terms of uh, like participation in the spaces, engagement on Twitter feedback and excitement from governance participants but ultimately the percentage of token holders who actually participated and redelegated was quite low as a relative relative to the total number of holders of these tokens and so this is despite like about as aggressive of like a pr campaign as you could sort of imagine right tweets about delegation week were reviewed over half a million times which is like probably the entire governance in DAO space. Um, and, you know, there is encouragement and participation across the ecosystem. Um, and things like gasless delegation, which just, like, removed the barrier of gas costs. We still saw, like, relatively limited participation as a percentage of the token holder base. And so I think, you know, one learning I have from Delegation Week is, like, despite its tremendous success, it's clear that more is needed in terms of um, engagement. One DAO that I want to highlight as some like a DAO that could be, I think, instructive going forward in terms of takeaways is the Hop DAO, where if you were to just say how many people part delegated during Delegation Week in Hop as a percentage of the number of, of token holders of Hop, it's a clear standout. Arbitrum had the most total participation, but Arbitrum is... 20 plus times bigger than the hot DAO. Um, so 
if you just do delegations divided by number of token holders, Hop actually had the most engagement. And I think my like my hypothesis there is they did something a little different where instead of partnering with Tally on gasless delegation, um, they created an incentive pool where I think it was 50K Hop would be retroactively awarded to people who delegated during delegation week. Um, and I think what we see in the crypto space is like, it's one thing to make something free. It's another thing to sort of create this environment where there's this like opportunity for rewards and there's potentially some game mechanics put into that where, or like game theory where it's like, if no one participates, then the one person who does participate gets the entire pool. (laughs) It creates this like dynamic where people race to participate. And so I think there's definitely something instructive there in terms of um, the potential for like, I, I mean, I think making governance free is kind of table stakes. Like, I think we're going to continue to invest in ga- the gasless delegation and things like gasless voting. But I think there is also the potential for um, maybe some more incentives there, which that's where things get a little bit trickier, right? I think as a space, we need to be very thoughtful about like the way that incentives interact with on-chain governance. Um, but I think in terms of like driving engagement, right, we kind of see a bright spot there. And I think that's, that's really my hypothesis for the driver. So those are a few of my overall thoughts on delegation week. Um, just, you know, having observed everything play out over the last week. Yeah, I think it's like it's it's good to have experiments like this, like where we did just like fire hose the marketing campaign when it comes to uh, blasting people with like delegation week, delegation information and education, so that we can really see like, hey, this is this data is is probably the the best data we're going to get around it in terms of like everything you just mentioned and like behaviors and the way DAOs operate and the way users are operating for different DAOs and L2s versus like something like Gitcoin or Hop. Um, so, so I think, yeah, I don't know if we'll do something like this again in the future because I think it's kind of like a, or maybe not for a while because I think, it, it, you know, everything needs to kind of mature a little bit more. Like you said, like it is table stakes and we're going to continue to invest in it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, like how this, how this changes going forward. Um, something interesting here on, on another graph is not necessarily total delegations in terms of, uh, individuals but um the most votes received so larger users larger token holders delegating um a larger amount of tokens the the top two are to hop dow delegates uh dibsy who was on one space last week and then olympio crypto who's one of who's a large arbitrum delegate as well uh dibsy received six delegations but the most total votes, about 3.8 million votes. Olympia received 14 delegations, 1.2 million votes. And then following up, we had uh, one for Gastow, which was 500,000 votes. Then we got Uniswap, another 500K, and then another hop, 376K. Like a, a common theme I see here is a lot of votes were redelegated or delegated initially in terms of like pure size to hop, hop out. Do you think that has to do with the fact that they kind of I don't know if gamify is the right word, but like had a different incentive structure for delegation week versus just gasless delegation. I think for better or worse, right? In in crypto, people people respond to incentives and they respond to competing over incentives, right? So I think like 
I think the takeaway from that is both like, oh, interesting. This is kind of an opportunity to explore how to drive governance engagement, but also, uh oh, <laughs> right? Like, um, it's like a powerful tool, right? Um, the it's like the the nuclear weapons of crypto, right? Deploying incentives. It's like, um, it's powerful, but like, do you want the power that <laughs> that that it unleashes, right? Um, and in particular, like, you know you want to be careful with what you incentivize. Um, you know, if people are competing to gain some kind of reward, that's like not actually aligned with, with, with like optimal governance behavior, um, you know, with basically stewardship of optimal stewardship of, of a DAO, then that's actually going to be counterproductive, right? <laughs> and there will be more engagement, but it will make governance worse. But at the same time, I think, so again, similar to the nuclear weapons analogy, like when we see this behavior, like it means that it's going to happen, right? Like ultimately DAO engagement need like long-term DAO engagement needs to improve. Um, when we see things like, you know, uh, this participation drop off over, over time, it creates also existential challenges in the DAO. Um, Gitcoin is a good example where, um, you know, we saw a lot of participation during delegation week um, and they really need it because they have been struggling to reach quorum for on-chain proposals. And um, they, they're actually struggling to like sort of get initiatives across the finish line in the DAO due to declining participation. And so I think like, even though, something like incentives are dangerous when we see this like potential for increased engagement. Um, you know, the, I, the fact that it like people will deploy, you know, that tool eventually. Right. So, um, I think there's a need to have like very thoughtful people in the space thinking about like what that looks like. Um, because, you know, given the challenges we face with, with governance engagement over time, um, and the fact that it's clear, like, just communication and PR and um, campaign initiatives like Delegation Week aren't enough to like fully fix the problem. Um, you can kind of see see the potential for where we're heading. Another another graphic right here. Maybe we can kind of just just end with this along in the same vein. This is kind of an I'm actually kind of amazed by this statistic. Total voting power moved on tally by down. This is just using tally. So there, there's probably others as well. Arbitrum Core had almost 5 billion total voting power moved across the entire week. Uh, the closest to them was Wendow, which wasn't even a billion, but um, that kind of blows my mind a little bit that that much voting power was moved um, in just a week. And even in a week when we like, are saying now, like not that much happened um, in regards to redelegation um, and, and voting power moved on tally. Uh, Uniswap, Hop, Optimism, Gitcoin, ENS, all close, but uh, close to each other, but not close to Arbitrum. Um, pretty, pretty wild. Um, yeah. Thoughts on this at all? Maybe like some closing thoughts around just um, where we're going moving forward, what we should be looking forward to. What would you, what's your like top learning from it all? Yeah. I think my biggest takeaway is this is like step one, right? In many ways, delegation week and all of the initiatives that took place, some of which were, you know, tally driven, others of which were driven by other DAOs and DAO tools. 
is kind of like the first big concerted attempt by the DAO ecosystem to drive engagement up around anything other than an airdrop, right? I, th I think we've sort of solved that like when the DAO is launched and if there's like a token claim, you can put delegation into that token claim and then kind of people will engage with that and then sort of that those first you know that first period of the DAO will have a lot of engagement in it but i think we've also established that like that that engagement decays over time and so this delegation week is kind of like this first i would say like meaningful attempt to to re-engage DAO audiences and um i think it was it was very successful in many ways but also highlighted that it has to be just the first of many attempts Right. So I think the good news is there's a lot of really smart people in the space, both working inside of these DAOs and also at tooling companies, um, you know, uh, Butter, Karma, Tally, um, that are really focused on this problem. And I think we will see, um, I think we will see like uh, more very thoughtful experiments going forward about how to drive that that governance engagement. So I think first of many initiatives um, and learnings that we'll see as we solve this challenge going forward in the DAO space. Yeah, very well said, my friend, very well said. As always, we will always be covering everything when it comes to all of this. Um, DAO Talk will continue to cover it. Uh, next week, we'll be back on our normal grind with you know your weekly down news i mean i guess this was the same because last week we kind of dominated the week in terms of dow twitter with delegation week but next week we'll have a more traditional episode as always go subscribe to our newsletter newsletters and then tally.newsletter.xyz chg shout out has been killing it with the tally newsletter um cover some stuff a little more DeFi focused that we don't cover on dow talk We'll see you next week for episode 42. Go check out uh, our Twitter at TallyXYZ to get updated on everything. Delegation week, kind of our postmortem debrief amplification from other partners in the space. Frision, it's always an honor. I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.